Um, he's like, listen, you didn't snitch on me, and that's good. You'd bomb. We're all back in. Because I literally, we have a group text that you're not in, and I said, we're back in, meet up at Archie's. Oh my god, what do you think the group text is called? Oh my gosh, um, it's called Football Team Plus Dilton. <laughs> no Archie's allowed. No Archie's allowed. Hello and welcome to our Riverdale podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 22-year-old actor and filmmaker from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. If I were to tag a building, I would probably put the Deathly Hallows symbol or the Dharma Initiative symbol on it. And my name is Brittany Ray. I'm a 28-year-old writer and TV critic from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. If I were to take a building, I would put the Colonial Fleet symbol from Balsar Galactica. I think it's funny that both of us were just like, no, 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 we don't need to like put, a, put, our, names. put our names or anything. Let's <laughs> just choose a fandom and go with that. What else but is also, new? But also, don't graffiti buildings, kids. Yeah, Let the professionals don't. do that. Just don't. Yeah. Because then it's real art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not don't graffiti buildings. It's just let really good people do it. True. Today we have words to say about episode 204 of Riverdale, the town that dreaded sundown. Oh, it rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we start, let's do thoughts from listeners. So I got a Facebook message from a friend of mine named Cheyenne. We um, just did a musical together in February, and we had the same dressing room, and it was great. She's lovely. Um, what musical? Uh, we did Legally Blonde. Thanks. And um, anyway, like at the end, she said, I love your show and I love this show and your podcast. And so I was like, okay, I think I will ask her permission if I can use this as listener thoughts. And she said that was okay. So she has a theory for who the killer is. Um, and she thinks it's Hal, uh, Betty's father. And um, her, I agree. I mean, I do too. I have so many reasons as to why this is totally valid, but I also yeah. have one reason why I think that it's not. Um, she, the reason why she said that it was him, uh, her reasoning was the letters were written to Alice and Betty. Mm-hmm. Um, Betty read the Nancy Drew books as a kid, and the cipher was in the same book. How would he? Who like who else would possibly know that? Which is an important thing mm-hmm. to 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 note. Um, mm-hmm. also in the last scene at the town hall, he was there, but he didn't say anything. So yeah, I think that's, that's a really good, I think that's really good. And there are so many reasons like the things that she said, why I think that is a possibility. The one thing that I would say that maybe it isn't is because like Hal has already done something that was a mystery last season and we were like, who did it? And it turned out to be him. Like he's but at the, the same one time, doesn't that to. just make him shady? I guess so, but I I guess, like, just from a writing standpoint, I don't know if they would do the same person Mm -hmm. again. But I do think that those are all really great points because, like, yeah, who else would know? Like, like, have they been watching her since childhood? Like, huh? Exactly. Unless, like, Hal is doing, like, a copycat thing, maybe? Mm Mm-hmm. To try and get Betty to fall in line behavior-wise? Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is that in the trailer, it's like he gets a call. Like, her, the call, he's, like, basically saying, I don't want to share you with people. So stop being friends with people or whatever. And I'm like, dude, first of all, I was kind of like, this is a literal nightmare. Um, Mm -hmm. But 
like why would her dad do that and then i'm like maybe her dad is pretending to be like i don't know i'm not sure right like it's just kind of like i could see how this theory would absolutely fit Mm -hmm. if it wasn't so early in the season but at the same time like people probably had the theory the theory about dad blossom at this time last season right yeah so you never know oh p.s i also think that you know the detail about the guy having green eyes yeah I think that's, like, going to end up being something that, like, Archie misremembered and, the re- like, the, the show's going to oh. throw away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I we're going to talk about this later, but, like, I was very annoyed with the fact that Kevin had this whole episode all about him. And then, like, I guess, like, the reason why they ended last episode, like, and sometimes they're not the same or sometimes they're they're worse for going into the woods or whatever... And then he comes back and he's like, you know what? You're right. And it's like, like I've, I've, I've had my gay hooking experience. I'm okay now. Yeah. <clears throat> I was like, um. So uh, the title is from a 1976 horror film, which is loosely based on real crimes by an actual serial killer. So cool. What kind of crimes? Um, let, I will look it up for you. Thank you. The it's nice having my own Google butler. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I really love that all these episodes are just, like, horror film names. That's really cool the that all season, of these yeah. really make sense. Ooh, you know what's interesting is that on the, um, on the cover of this film, like, its main poster or whatever, this dude mm-hmm. has, like, a sort of hood with eye holes cut out on it. Bro. So that's kind Bro. of interesting. Okay. Um, okay, the film is loosely based, shout out to Wikipedia for, like, all of my information, by the way. Sometimes I just, like, genuinely just quote Wikipedia, so shout out. <laughs> Not Spawn. Um, okay. <laughs> Hashtag app. So the film is loosely based on the actual crimes attributed to an unidentified serial killer known as the Phantom Killer. Is he the one of the ones that, yeah, Phantom Killer is one of the ones that um, Jughead brings up at the beginning, so that's cool. It claims that the incredible story you're about to see is true, where it happened and how it happened. Only the names have been changed. The actual phantom attacked eight people between February 22nd and May 3rd, 1946, in or near the town of Texarkana, Texas, which is on the Texas border with Arkansas. Most of the murders occurred in rural areas just outside Texarkana, in Bowie Country, Texas, while the film has them occurring in Arkansas. However, the general outline of the murders largely follows reality with mostly minor artistic license taken. As in the film, the real killer was never identified nor apprehended. (gasps) BuzzFeed Unsolved. Okay, I don't think BuzzFeed Unsolved is on this, but I've definitely heard about this because I used to listen to this true crime podcast that used to, like, um, do uh, act-outs of this sort of thing. So, Mm -hmm. um... I definitely heard about this before. But another thing that it says is the film is loose enough with the facts that on, that one family member of a victim filed a lawsuit in 1978 over its depiction of his sister. The fabricated facts in the film have also caused rumors and folklore to spread for generations around Texarkana. The film's tagline claims that the man who killed five people still lurks the streets of Te- Texarkana, Arkansas. Causing officials of that neighborhood, neighboring city to threaten Pierce over the ads in 1977. However, it remained on the posters. A meta sequel with the same name was released on October 16, 2014. Oh, click. <laughs> 2014 film. Okay, what else is... Let's see if there's anybody who we know in this. No, we don't. I can't believe they made a sequel to that movie. It's based on a book, it looks like. Oh. Yeah, meta sequel. What's a meta sequel? 
I actually don't know. Well, the I've thing is, that, like, I'm trying before. to click on meta sequel, but um, it just Ooh, gives yeah. me meta or sequel. So I'm going to look up meta because I know what sequel means. Metafiction is a narrative technique and a genre of fiction wherein a fictional work is self-conscious or openly draws attention to the fact that it is imaginary. A sequel is more of a commentary on the previous film or films in the series and their resulting cultural impact than an actual continuation of the predecessor's narrative. Huh. I'm not. I'm still not I, sure. I need. That I, totally I need like understand. an example of yeah. this. History devices. Everyone's like, "Wow!" Cool, oh, bewitched. Googly. What's that? Bewitched. That horrible movie from 2005. Oh, okay. The Human Centipede 2. Jesus. Oh my goodness. Uh, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, The Blair Witch Project. I'm trying to see. There's a bunch of of examples in this um, Wikipedia article, but I don't know any of the films, so I can't really explain it very well. Huh. Okay, well, we learned a thing. Yeah, we did. We, we learned something today. And hopefully you did too, listening to us Google things. Yeah. It's like Jenna Marvel's Google deep dive, but far less entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Storylines to follow. Well, this episode this pre- had some pretty cohesive, easy to follow stories. Yeah, I, f- I cut it down into two, uh, which kind of worked out. Archie and Veronica and yeah. Daddy and Jughead. So, I think let's get started, yeah? I'm sorry, what are their ship names again, Robin? Uh, Varchie and Bughead. Neither of them are that good, to be Those honest. Those are very bad ship names. I don't really like either of them. Um, Varchie, just because it kind of just... What, it sounds like you're trying to say fart. Yeah, that's why I don't like it. But it sounds like vomit as well. So it's yeah. just like gross and gross. Which is like, which is hmm. upsetting because I actually really actually like have that relationship has grown on me like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that the, those ship names though, sometimes you just should just uh, stick not stick to the <laughs> nomenclature of uh, you know things like the once upon a time ship naming. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. I re- I know what you're talking. Or about. Or like you know like princess mechanic from the hundred. Yeah, just like things like that. Like we don't always have to mash names up, guys. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Okay, so Archie and Veronica. So Varchie. First of all, Archie is playing target practice. The Lodge parents are trying to stop Veronica from dating Archie. And Veronica's like, hard, no thanks. But, like, we know that Hiram has totally set Archie up for this. Like, is this... I feel like this is, like, win-win for Hiram. Because he's like, not only is Archie looking like an idiot and all of these bad chaos things are happening, but also we can make my daughter stop dating him. Oh, yeah. It's like, win- it's total win-win for him. Ugh. He's like, yay, chaos and confusion. And I'm like, who are you? But I still also really don't understand Hiram's, like, motive in getting Archie to do all of these things. He weirds me out, man. Especially since it looks like Hermione knew about it, too. Yeah. What the frack? I don't know. I need more clarification from those two. Like, I need more. We get a few scenes so far of, like, mm-hmm. those two, like, just together so that we can be like, who knows what? What's up? But, like, most of the time they're, like, with other people or, like, not together. And so it's like, I need I need more clarification. I mean, like, I'm into this, like, evil power couple thing. I just need to know, like, what their level of morality is and what their agenda is to, like, be mm-hmm. on board or to, like, I don't, I don't know. I need details. Yeah. Uh, so Fred is pissed. It's funny. Like, all of my notes for these start with, like, this person's pissed or this person's pissed or this person's pissed. Um, so Fred's not, in, Welcome not to happy at this point. Yep. He's, like, are trying to scare the Black Hood 
And he's like, dude, you're literally going to become a target. It's going to be terrible. And like, little does Fred know that's literally what Archie wants. Yep. He's like, please take it down. He's like, listen, I already did. But like, it's the internet. (laughs) Hand waves away. Like, the thing is that, like, that's what our parents are always telling us. They're saying, don't post things to the internet. That's for the, that's on the internet forever. And and you know what? I think politicians should also take heed of that. (laughs) Much more than teenagers who have an axe to grind. Yeah. Okay, here's a really great part. I, like, started laughing. The, like, remix of, like, his video. Do you remember this? No. Where it's, like, he's walking down the hallway and everyone's looking at him weird. And he's, like, looking all confident and stuff. And it's, like, black hood but black hood boop 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 like it's like a remix of his video i've never hated a concept more in my life i thought it was so funny everything about, why is everything about archie's storyline so funny <laughs> it's like not supposed to be funny but it is but i feel like the show either like knows it and leans into it or it's just not aware of it at all and i'm like do you guys know that you're sometimes writing a comedy <laughs> But the thing is, the funniest part is that Archie, like, everyone's like, Archie, you're so weird. And he's looking, he's walking down the hallway like, yeah, <laughs> I'm the coolest guy in school today. It's like, um, you've never been the coolest guy no. in school, buddy. So, oh, look, Veronica's pissed. But he's like, listen, your dad literally gave me the idea. So, sup. And you know what? Totally fair. Totally fair. And I'm glad that he didn't just be like, oh, yeah, mm, I don't know. Like, it, it makes life so much easier when everyone communicates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in, in not mysterious subtextual ways. I, I dig it. I dig the honesty. He's mm-hmm. like, um, I'm not very bright. So your dad put this idea in my brain. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and like, that's the thing is what she says later. She's just like, like we were saying before, he's very impressionable. Never mm-hmm. in his mind did he think, oh, I should fight back until Reggie was like, you need a gun. Yep. And then he did he- it. Archie's like a sponge. Like, he never was he going to think about this until Hiram said, you should fight back. Because but Archie's not a violent person. But if you think about it, Archie is kind of like the perfect example of a young man on the internet. Which I think is what they're trying to go for in terms of commentary. So because you can kind of tell with, like, the formation of, like, the Red Circle versus the Serpents, like, all like ganging up against this one thing it's kind of like the start of like things like antifa or um you know even gamergate like just the easily influential young men getting pulled into these organizations because they feel like one they need a purpose or two they have an axe to grind against society and they finally found one i wonder if like during season one they were like yeah archie's awesome and then they realized after everyone like started bringing it up actually archie's a huge dork and has no idea what he's doing and now this season they're like okay archie's a huge dork and now we're now we're gonna keep going with that yeah they're like leaning into it yeah he gets called to the principal's office and oh look weatherby's pissed He's like, listen. Which, I mean, Weatherby just endorsed this behavior. Exactly. What did he expect a teenager was going to do? I feel like he's like, listen, I literally just had your back and you went too far and now I look stupid. We so, can't have that. Thank you so much. He's like, you can either apologize or you can be suspended. And also there's no football team. So what you going to do now, Archie? And Archie's like, I'm going to do what I think is right. And I'm like, Ugh, okay. But also, like, imagine saying to a kid, you're going to be suspended. I'd be like, sweet, I don't have to go to school, bye. I would be like, oh my god, my life is over. Please do not hate me. 
<laughs> yes, but you are the Betty Cooper of this duo. Well, the so. thing is that on Tumblr, I keep getting notifications that are like from BuzzFeed quiz, and they're like, take this quiz so we can tell you if you're more Betty or Veronica. And I'm like, girl, I don't have to take the quiz. <laughs> I know who I am. Like, I'm very secure in my Betty identity. And then sometimes I'm like, no, I can't even take that quiz, because what if they tell me I'm Veronica? Then I'm just going to be upset. I mean... Because I know who I am. I know I'm Betty. <laughs> it's like if you got sorted into another Hogwarts house, I feel like you would have oh a gosh. full breakdown. Well, like, if if I ever get sorted into a different Hogwarts house, I just kind of go, oh, no. <laughs> I reject that reality. That's not... That's just not correct. <laughs> yeah. Just not correct. Is some crime happening over there? Uh, it's downtown Vancouver. Can someone get murdered somewhere else, please? They're not getting murdered. It's snowy, and Vancouverites are dumb, and they don't know how to drive in the snow. Or they're getting no one murdered. Has, no one has snow. Okay, why do you want it to be murder so bad? Um, I, I've been watching Riverdale. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> calm down there, public school. Okay, continuing on? Yes. Oh, look, Reggie's pissed. I like this Reggie. <laughs> you do? Tell me why. I don't know. Just something about him. He's kind of like, he's super upfront about what he's about, you know? He's just mm-hmm. like, he's the ride or die dude. Yeah. Reggie's the guy you'd want w- to have your back in a fight. Mm-hmm. And he does. I guess I just miss the other Reggie. Is I don't know. But we just, didn't even, we didn't really even know him though. I know, but I just like... I want to see this Reggie do what other Reggie did. Like, do you remember that part when they were, like, all looking for Polly in the forest and Reggie just, like, took a selfie of him, like, being, like, sad? Do you remember that? Yeah. I want I want to see this Reggie do that. And then I I'll feel, like him. I feel this Reggie has the potential to be that Reggie. Yes, I would like Give that. him time. But the thing that, I, that I'm weirded out about is that, like, suddenly, since none of the other dudes really have names or or personalities reggie's just like no we're out we're all out oh we're back in we're all back in (laughs) like i assume that some of them were like no i don't want to go back into the red circle just because archie was nice to you you know well the thing that i love about this show is that they just assume that teenagers have a hive mentality i'm Mm. like you know what the most stubborn group of like people in the world is teenagers one one yeah one older people in restaurants who don't understand the concept of tipping yes Two teenagers. Yes. So three if, like, ladies if, who need to see the manager because um, someone in customer service is doing their job. Oh, like that one lady in the Apple store vine. I think about her every day. Yeah. I was told that I could walk in and get an appointment. Um, basically, Hang on, my mom's calling me. Oh my gosh. People are always talking. Hello. Hello. What are you doing? They made nachos without me. How rude. I know. Hi, I'm recording. Can I call you in like an hour? But nachos! Well, I can't share the nachos, so I'm mostly just jealous. Okay, call us back. Hi. Love you. Hi. Robin says hi. Robin says hi. Hi. Did you hear that? Yes. (laughs) Okay, bye. Don't they know that whenever they call you, they get put in the podcast? (laughs) No crap. You know what? I don't think they know that. They haven't been listening. (laughs) Um, Lindsay has been, but, um, I don't think she, uh, they have actually haven't done it in a while. Mm. Um, So back to the murder teens. Archie's like, see, all of you guys were wearing masks and I wasn't so that he comes after me. And I'm like, well then what was the shirt situation, sir? 
Like, were you trying to look intimidating? Because teenage boys don't actually look like that. He's like, whatever, you guys can be naked because no one knows it's you. But me, I have body image issues. No one can know it's me. Um, a man who runs stripped down at night alone does not have body... Well, wait. You know what? I feel like the most unexpected people could have body image issues. I think so, too. I think so, too. You're right. Okay. But also, like, wears ridiculous shirt anyway. Okay. So he's like, dude, just sign the heckin' letter. And he's like, no. So then they're like, oh, we're out. And he's like, I'm going to go to the south side. And we're going to go on his turf and stuff. And then for some reason, like, dude, Dilton is not on the football team. No. He's just not. If they tell Maybe me that Dilton water boy. is... <laughs> I'm 100% not kidding. This is my theory now. This Dilton is so funny to me because last I season's Dilton. Dilton was like, oh, yes, I accidentally uh, set off a gun. I'm the leader of the Boy Scouts or whatever. And this year's Dilton is just like, you need a gun? I got a gun. Here I am whittling things. I have five apples in my bag so I can throw them randomly at any time. Also, I get stabbed this- and choose to go into fights because obviously I'm a skilled fighter. Okay, but like this Dilton is like, diet jughead oh my gosh wait wait this is so funny to me because it's like dilton who is your friend maybe archie is dilton's friend but like he doesn't even really hang out with archie like when they show up to archie's house later it's because he's hanging out with the football team i'm like dude you're not on the football team like if they come in and they try and tell me that dilton is on the football team i'm gonna be like huh okay but like why don't you believe that dilton could be on a football team i just because that's just not dilton in him why don't you believe in Have him? Have you heard of the Archie comics? Um, I think I've heard of them, like, in passing. Okay, so there's this I character... I think they made a TV show out of them. There's this character named Dilton Doily. Are you familiar uh-huh. with him? I, I, I... It rings a bell. That man would never be on the football team. I don't know. I've, I've never even heard of these so-called comics. Yeah, you're right. But, like, you know, they're changing people, and that's, that's fine, obviously, because it's a TV show and it's not comics. But, I don't know, this is just, it's so funny No, the to thing me. is, they're changing people, just Robin hasn't accepted this change or processed <laughs> it yet, so, like, give her two episodes. Yeah, literally give me two episodes. I'll totally be fine. Yeah. But, yeah. Dilton's like, hey, I know what you're doing, and also, I know exactly where you can go to get more guns and stuff, and a bulletproof vest or whatever, and also, here's a fake ID? What does Dilton do in his off time? And also, like, this, this man... Is the leader of the Boy Scouts? <laughs> what a terrible role model. Um, he's teaching them life skills, clearly. They're like, sorry, you didn't pass the criminal, the, like, criminal check. Criminal background check, that's what I meant. Wow. Oh, boy. Oh, well, you know what? No, like, I'm just gonna reach for this just because, like, I really want to find some kind of meeting, meaning in this, like, attempt okay. at critical analysis of, like, our current modern day culture yeah but maybe dilton's like one of those dudes who like is online and like knows all of this stuff because he's like low-key radicalized or something i don't know he's a hacker he's not a hacker <laughs> well he's not on the football team either what if he's a hacker and he's on the football team then like goals yeah like you know what people have complexity barbara listen dilton's my new favorite <laughs> zero to 360 so fast <laughs> no, i'm kidding but like this man is a brooding anti-hero am i right 
If you wanted to be, I'll get on board with that. I think it's really funny that they made Dilton Doily a brooding anti-hero. They made him they made him like the closet badass, and I'm like, Alright, alright, Revenge of the Nerds, alright. Alright, sure. Okay, so next thing. So like Veronica's not allowed in the study, but like then she just walks in and then he's like, Oh sup. I thought she wasn't allowed in there. Am I crazy? I feel like she is allowed in there. It's just like she's not allowed in there at certain times. <laughs> it's got We're like one of those stupid. Vancouver like parking signs on there. And it's like, you can't turn left from this hour to this hour. Do you think that only happens in Vancouver? I mean, or in big cities or whatever. I've never been. <laughs> Vancouver's the only city that I've ever been in that's done that. Edmonton has those. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I've literally never seen one of those in my life except for in Vancouver. There used to be one outside my old neighborhood in Edmonton. Okay, well, I guess I've never been there. But, like, even downtown Edmonton, I've never seen one of those. Well, I guess I'm going to have to take you to downtown Edmonton. Thank you so much. There's nothing to look at. I know. We can throw Edmonton shade. We're from Alberta. Also, everyone's like, where the f*** is Edmonton? And I'm like, you know what? You don't need to know. It's fine. It's, like, an hour and a half away from where I live. It's home of the biggest mall in North America. It's a good mall and a really great water park. And there's an amusement park inside it. That I maybe wrote a fan fiction. (laughs) Yeah, can you finish that? I was literally thinking about that yesterday. About my fan fiction that's set in the West Edmonton Mall water park? Girl, I don't know what happens next. (laughs) Oh my god. That's the problem. It's been like a month. Excuse me, aren't we supposed to be talking about Riverdale? Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, But anyway, if you want to read my fan fiction. (laughs) Stop. If you include this, I'll kill you. It's... On AO3 under at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. Um, anyway, okay, so anyway, Veronica's in the study, and she's like, sup, dad, and um, what did you talk about? And he's like, oh, um, I don't remember. And I'm like, what was that, yesterday? Two days ago? Come on. This memory, though, sir. Sir. Are you developing dementia? <laughs> Do we need to have you checked? You lying liar who lies. And, like, you know, she's like, listen, this poor man is impressionable, and he's a tiny toddler. If you hand him something, he'll run with it. So, what did you okay, tell him? Okay, this read on Archie, though. Yeah. I didn't even like, mean to do that, but I was like, it's literally true. Okay, but, like, like literally, though, this whole scene is just, like, a total, like, read on Archie mm-hmm. and, like, how freaking simple he is. And I'm like, oh, my God, this show actually is aware of how stupid he yeah. is. <laughs> Thank God. But he's like, literally, I don't remember. She's like, okay. So. That sounds fake, but okay. Veronica goes to Archie's house. He's like about to leave. And she's like, here's an apology. You know what? I should have supported you. And he's like, whatever, because the circle fell apart. And she's like, no, I just decided to be a good girlfriend. But also, good girlfriend should be like, don't do that. How stupid are you? Listen, sometimes you ride or die. And yeah. sometimes you got to be the smart one. And Veronica can do both because she's perfect. <laughs> gotcha. See, here's the thing. If Betty was dating Archie, she'd be like, um, I don't think so, buckaroo. You're super not doing that. <laughs> but she's like, you know what? Those dudes are all cowards and I'm not. And I'm like, well, that's true. Veronica is blindly brave. Mm-hmm. And for that, I love her. Yes. And for many other things. So Archie goes to the army supply store and his fake ID says Wilbur Wilkins. So would you like a fun fact? I would love a fun fact. Wilbur Wilkins. Okay, so his ID says Wilbur Wilkins, but the character mm-hmm. that exists is named Wilbur Wilkin. So I'm not sure what that is about. Okay. Or maybe they messed up. Maybe they did it on purpose. I don't know. But okay. the Wilbur series is 
uh, a series that I guess debuted three months before actually Archie comics um, existed. Okay. Yeah. Wait, published- is Wilbur the guy with the hair? With the hair. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Published from 1944 to 1965. But basically what it says about here is, this self-absorbed blonde teenager is typically called an Archie clone. Wilbur has more of a tendency to play dirty to get what he wants than the more well-meaning Archie and did not share Archie's popularity. Wait, so That's just Reggie. Th- <laughs> that's just blonde Reggie. Sorry about it. <laughs> a contemporary Archie. Uh, let me see if there's anything else. Three months before Archie's first appearance. Also made appearances in several other Archie comics. Popular Archie character Katie Keene made her first appearance in Wilbur comics. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. these people are. You didn't know Katie Keene? No. Everyone's just like, Katie Keene equals Katy Perry. Katy Perry stole Katie Keene's look. Google Katie Keene right now. Okay. Katie the same way that Katy Perry is spelled. Okay. And then K-E-E-N-E. Katie Keene Riverdale, is she coming? Um, she just looks like Veronica. I mean, I guess you're right, but she's supposed to be like a star or like a, she's way she cooler. Does, Katy Perry 100% has this look. Yeah, this like is They even look. have pictures of her and Katy Perry right beside yep. each other. Because their names are both Katie. You made me look at Katy Perry. Blah. Okay, so Wilbur Wilkins. The thing that it says on his, I just bit my tongue. <laughs> what was that like? It wasn't good. I didn't like it. And I'm going to have a little bump there. You it's sure really are. really annoying for the next three days. Okay. You're having a bad day, I think. Oh, boy. Okay. On his fake ID, it says that his birthday is June 16th, 1995, which, so, I don't know when Archie canonically was born, uh, but 1995 is the year that I was born. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, um, but that still makes him a few months younger than me. So I think that's funny that he's like, look at how old I am. And I'm like, I'm still older. And I'm ancient. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, you like, don't have to agree. <laughs> Archie doesn't ha- even have his own driver's license. So it's like, where'd you get this picture from? Delton, like, just took it on his iPhone or what? Okay, but like, if Archie doesn't have his I- license, how is he ever going to get the jalopy? That's what I'm waiting for. Because like, he- it wasn't even like he had been practicing. It was like, I am a maniac. Exactly. He drives like, he drives like a teenager who doesn't know how to drive. Yeah. Max from Stranger Things drives better than Archie. <laughs> it's true. Fred, after getting shot, was even more terrified than Steve in the back of the car. Okay, literally, though. Yeah. Um, oh, but I was actually watching Stranger Things today. Wow, on brand much? But um, I'm watching season one with my mom. because She's watching it for the first time. And I think, okay, it was like this episode that we were watching that Nancy and Jonathan went to the army supply store and, like, got a bunch of things. And so I was like, this is similar. Um, and also, I was watching it. Is and that where Americans get guns? I don't know. I mean, I guess. Is that where Canadians get guns? Where do you get guns? I don't, don't want to know. I don't want to know. But another thing that happened in that Stranger Things episode that I watched today was that Troy, the bully who bullies, like, the boys, uh, started trying to fight them and pulled out a knife, just like happens in this episode. Well... It's kind of like, oh, that's, like, an interesting coincidence because it's kind of a trope, but at the same time, like, you never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But either way, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll just pay cash for all these things. And I love how the guy isn't like, well, that's kind of shady. He's like, oh, what else is new? <laughs> Our country I mean, is broken. <laughs> this, this is the same guy who's, like, selling clearly a teen 
Actually, you know what? No, because Archie looks 20, yeah. so... Yeah. Well, he's 22 also, if... Guns should not be that easy to obtain in the United States of America. Thank you so yeah. much. So he's that like, was Britney's soapbox for the day. Are you going hunting? And he's like, yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Absolutely, yes. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> hunting people. Hunting. So Veronica got shirts made um, because she's supportive. And he's like, um, literally, she's you have a target on your chest. You're going to stick out. It's not going to be good. And she's like, no, of course not. We're all handing it out because here's something for Cheryl to do this this episode. But also, I remember yesterday, literally yesterday, when I said that teenagers think they're invincible. Mm -hmm. Literally Veronica. (laughs) So Archie is out at night and there's like an S on the ground, like S marks the spot, like S. As soon as there's an S, you're like, oh, this is the south side. Like, do they do that? Because that's kind of cool. I mean, I'm guessing they do that. I like it. I mean, you gotta know somehow, don't you? Yeah. So Archie starts tagging buildings. Then we find Sweet Pea and Co. And he has a knife. Archie has a gun. They run away. <laughs> I love how Archie's holding the gun sideways. He's like, this yeah, is how cool we, guys hold guns. Can we just talk about how, like, this is supposed to be this big shocking moment? And I burst out laughing. <laughs> Tell me about it. Because, like, he pulls out the gun, he turns it sideways, and his hand is shaking. Yeah. And it's like, one, if someone was, like, pointing a gun at me and their hand was shaking, I would actually be more afraid because it meant they had no control. Yeah. But Archie just looks like such a freaking doofus. <laughs> I know. And then as soon as they run away, he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Oh, I messed up. And then runs away. And it's like, dude, you couldn't even hold it together in case they looked back. Mm-hmm. He brought a gun to a knife fight, though, and not in a cool Indiana Jones way. Yeah. So, um, Keller and Weatherby come for him in class. Uh, Wide shots. Therefore, who else is in this class but Veronica, Cheryl, Kevin, and Dilton? They're all in the class. Just just a fun fact. Um, Veronica's like, no, 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 the t-shirts were my idea. Don't worry. And they're like, it's not about this random girl. (laughs) Like, um, we're not here about t-shirts. I was going to say schools have more to deal with, but they all, they do like to police clothing. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, also, scoop neck look. How dare you? <laughs> Three fingers. Um, okay, so here's a thing that I have a real big question about. First of all, Sheriff Keller uses the word bodega, which makes me think that it's in New York, which yeah. helps us with the geography again, I think. Uh-huh, 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 um, uh-huh. But he also says a Riverdale High student, like this bodega owner knew that it was a Riverdale High student. And I'm like, okay, but how? Because I went back and looked and like, he's not wearing a Riverdale High jacket or anything. Like, are they just assuming? I mean, probably based on the fact that the Red Circle like originated out of Riverdale High. It's probably like, I recognize that guy from that stupid video. No, but like literally. Yeah. Um, but he's like, listen, we know that, like, we have reason to believe that you might have a gun, so I need to check your locker. And (laughs) Archie's like, well, do you have a warrant for that? And he's like, I do not need one. Well, have you called my dad? Yes, he knows. Okay. Um, can't think of any more things. But also, like, dude, if you know that there isn't... A gun in your locker? Just open it up, Why or else weird? you look so shady. So weird. And also, it seemed like he didn't. He was like, "Oh crap, yeah, the hood that Reggie." Ooh, yikes! Because he didn't know that, that was in there, so I don't know why he's acting all suspicious. I think that he forgot it was in there. Yeah, 
well, yeah, but that, that then I'm like, okay, but why are you acting all suspicious being like, no, you can't look at my locker? I think, okay, here's the thing. Okay. I actually bought that because if someone did that to me, I'd be like, why do you want him in your locker? Like, what would an innocent person say? They'd be like, um, actually, why do you want in my locker? This is super weird. Well, I mean, the like, thing you'd is want to know they the reason. gave him the, op- the, the reason. They literally said, because it, like, a bodega owner saw someone who looks like you with a gun, so that's why we're doing it. I don't know. I just feel like I'd probably be a little standoffish, too. Hmm. Because think about your attitude at the TSA. What is your attitude at the TSA? That I hate being there and that I'm barely tolerating it. Oh, my attitude is at the TSA is like, thank you for doing your jobs and keeping the air safe. Well, obviously, I'm not mean to them unless they make me get in that stupid thing machine because I don't like the idea of that thing. Okay. I just have a bad attitude. Moving on. Another thing Frack I've you. is that he has drumsticks in his locker, and I'm like, girl, you play guitar. What are those for? Um, he's a complex male character. Okay, right. he's learning new things. Yeah, and he has a photo of a woman in his locker, so that's also a teenage boy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Fred is pissed again, and because Archie is now suspended, for sure. Fred is... First of all, I love Fred. Just, like, yeah. everyone knows that. But, like, Fred is so good in, like, every episode, and I especially love him in this moment, because he's willing to say, he's not, like... I'm a big manly man, and I'm not afraid of anything, just like Archie is. But Fred is like, dude, this is scary. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm afraid. Fred is aware that, like, just having the blind determination of a teenager does not mean you won't get straight up murdered. Because he's an adult. Yes! And he knows the consequences because, oh, look, He he was shot. Yeah, he got super shot. If I was Fred, I would be absolutely terrified. Yeah. And so he's like, but you know what scares me the most is heckin' you, because I don't know what is even going through your brain. Oh, you can feel, like, that Mm gut-wrenching conversation. Like, oh, it just, it hurts inside. Yeah. The next thing we have is Hermione going to talk to Veronica. Veronica still supporting Archie. Hermione's here warning her again. She's saying, loyalty is one of the greatest things ever. It's like, wow, did you mean you and Hiram? Yeah, I was like, so is she aware of it or not? Yeah, you're right. It's like, oh, he's scary, but also you must stay loyal, I guess. But she's like, blind loyalty isn't good. And I'm like, so which one are you? Exactly. Yeah. And then Veronica doesn't say anything, and I fully expected Veronica to say something like, okay, hypocrite, but she didn't. Yeah. So it's like... Is Hermione willingly doing every single thing in this marriage? And if so, when do I get real Hermione back? Yes, bring her back, please. I miss single mom kicking ass Hermione, Mm -hmm. who had a job at Pops and really, like, supported her daughter. She was cool. I miss her. Yeah, um, she was chill. Liked her a lot. Veronica goes and gets the gun from the toilet, uh, confronts Archie about it. Archie's being like, I want him dead. I want to be the one to kill him. I want to be the last thing he sees. And you're like, geez. Spend less time on Reddit. (laughs) How much television do you watch? How many video games are you playing? Call of Duty isn't real. But, like, also just kidding, because, like, there's a lot of research that says that those things don't influence kids. And there are some that say that they do. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take a definitive stance on that subject. (laughs) Not the same. 
she's like, listen, you could go to jail or you could miss him and you could die. And these are not good things. And he's like, whatever, it doesn't matter what happens to me. And I'm like, you're such a trope. And, <laughs> and she's like, literally, yes, it does. Because it's not all about you. It's also about the people who care about you. Which is like, that's so like season one Archie though. Like, yeah. Archie inherently is such like a self-centered dude, even though mm-hmm. he's not trying to be. Yeah. There's just like, there's no forethought in that kid's mind. She put the gun in the river. Uh, then the football team plus Dilton show up with pizza. Oh, I'm like, Dilton, now. why are you hanging out with them? Um, because you can have friends on the football team, you big jerk. No, I get it. It's just like, it's, 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 it's nice that Dilton now has friends who are cool. You know what? I have decided what Dilton's job is. Okay. If he's not playing football and he's not like best friends with the team, which I also prefer also. Yeah. Um, he's the team photographer. That's nice. And he's he like the he's actually Yeah, he's actually friends with them and he does all their stuff. I wish we had seen that before. It would have been nice. Yeah, I wish so too, but considering I just made it up. Sure. Yeah. Um, he's like, listen, you didn't snitch on me and that's good. You'd bomb. Right We're ahead. all back in. Because I literally, we have a group text that you're not in. And I said, we're back in, meet up at Archie's. Oh my God. What do you think the group text is called? Oh my gosh. Um, it's called football team plus Dilton. <laughs> no Archie's allowed. No Archie's allowed. Uh, let's see. So the, um, the, um, um, the, um, serpents show up. How many ums? <laughs> the, um, um, the, um, yeah. But the, the, the um, question the is um, that like, um, how do they know where he lives? Um, they're the serpents. They can find out anything. I guess. They could have just asked Jughead. Yeah, because I'm sure Jughead would have given them that Jughead information. Jughead would have been like, well, what are you going to do with it? Ah, doesn't matter. Are you going to bring him pizza? That's so nice. That's best. I, I must warn you, the Bulldogs already have three pizzas, but that's okay. They're like, listen, you can't just, like, do something garbagey and then get away with it. That's not cool. I'm here for the vindication. And then Reggie's just like, hey my faceless army is here to beat you up so let's fight that's what i imagine people who want to fight sound like no i think they say let's have a rumble oh a rumble a ruckus because it's like this is the most west side story without you know all of the interesting snapping and dancing (laughs) and none of the good songs yeah so they're like, Veronica, stay here. You're a lady. And she's like, um, okay, no, thank you. Here's the rules. No weapons. So they all fight. And I'm like, Dilton, why are you fighting? Do you um, have because any? he's ride or die. I guess so. Maybe I just don't get it because I'm just like, because I guess I like relate to Dilton a little bit just because he's the little nerd guy. You know, he's supposed to be this little yeah. nerd guy. And I'm like, don't you have any sense of self-preservation? No don't do that he has absolutely none of these kids have any sense of self-preservation you're right you're right um so they all fight i guess dilton gets stabbed which what did i tell him this entire time i really love this this fight yeah it's like he can hear you yeah thank you uh but it's like you're welcome i i i don't usually like fight scenes but this one was kind of interesting just because it's like raining and they have like a bunch of slow motion happening and it's kind of cool i like the part where sweet pea like shakes his hair and it's all like in slow motion it's beautifully shot yeah it's true it's like with the rain and it's like Mm -hmm. this could be cliche but instead it's actually just really cool Mm -hmm. they did a very good job with this and i feel very bad for all these actors because if they actually shot this outside they must have been cold as hell so veronica 
has the gun and she like stops the fight. Um, mm-hmm. Reggie's driving Dilton to the hospital. What he has to say is that he got jumped for no reason. Veronica is helping Archie. Fred sees them. What do you think Fred was coming upstairs to say? Um, probably to talk about like everything that are going on, whatever's going on with Archie. You know, just right. like a dad talk. But like, I also wonder like. Did he know that Archie got in a fight and then he comes upstairs, sees that Archie is all beat up and is just like, ah, Veronica's got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I also was thinking, how does Veronica get around? Is it like not Smithers? What's his name? Andre or whatever, who like drives her around? Or is she just like, I'm here and I'm Ubering when there's a murderer on the loose? Um, I think she just like has a driver. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So... Archie's saying, I'm glad I didn't have the gun because I totally would have shot somebody. And she's like, I don't believe that. And then they make out some and it makes me uncomfortable because I don't like watching other people make out. Um, And then they decide to throw the gun in the river. Wow, you, that's shocking. I know. If you're kissing for longer than 10 seconds, I'm uncomfortable. But how badass was that moment um, with Veronica? Like her shooting the gun? Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. But I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, that's a super dangerous thing to do because what goes up must come down. True. I never yeah. think about that. I always think about that. That's cool. Are you ready to talk about Betty and Jughead? Sure. Okay. I really, really liked this beginning sequence with Jughead talking and then we're seeing all of the like serial killers. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. That was really cool. He talked about the Zodiac Killer, the Axeman, and the Phantom, who we were talking about before. And, of course, their own Black Hood. He's got research, and the librarian, who I want to talk about later when they talk about her later, because mm-hmm. she is a thing, and there is a fun fact about her. Okay. Uh, she's talking about this terrible video that they made. The mayor has called a town hall meeting. The North and the South are both suspicious of each other. Betty gets a letter. Here is my big question. Are you ready? Yeah. This boy we see puts the letter in with the rest of the mail. Where did Mm -hmm. the boy get the letter? There is no address on it. So what we do is we make an announcement to the entire, like Sheriff Keller should have been doing this or Betty, make an announcement to the entire people of the blue and gold. And we say, who got this letter? Where did you get it? And they'll say, oh, well, I found it here. And the, or like this person gave it to me. And you follow the trail. I have questions about this person who found this letter. I literally have no answers because I didn't think to question it. And now I'm also confused. Yeah. This is a question that I have. I want to know more about that person. And I want to know where they found that. Do you have a theory? Um, I think my theory is probably just that like it was probably just on a table at the blue and gold. And he like picked it up. But also that means that the black hood would have had to enter the school yeah so and i wonder if maybe if we knew we've seen adults enter Mm -hmm. that school all the time but if we knew where that letter was found we could maybe check a camera or something you're right yeah Hmm. interesting these are things i wonder i feel like that's actually like pretty important yeah i think so too yeah shout out to keller (laughs) he doesn't get enough shout outs he's doing his best he is doing his best I feel really bad for him. He's like, I can't be a good father and a good sheriff at the same time. Pick one. Betty's getting in trouble because she helped Polly run away. Alice is talking about how scared she was and how she wants to protect them and that they're making her the monster. This was a really great scene for her. Talk about it. I love this scene. And then it was undercut later by, you know, other things. Yes. 
But um, I love this scene because for the first time, it actually shows how hard it is to be like a mom to teenagers where it's actually taking the mom side in the fight. Mm hmm. Because I absolutely remember having fights like this with my mom. You know, they didn't involve murders and stuff. Yeah. But it's really hard to see your- Wait, yours didn't? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Awkward. What's going on in the Jeffrey household? Literally nothing. I don't <laughs> leave the house. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that the narrative took her side on this one. It yeah. was like, you know, one of those devastating things that you can do is screw up enough to make your mom cry. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that hurts. Yeah, that like that's one of the worst feelings. I I think it is the worst feeling in the entire world in terms of like just being, you know, the child of a parent who, you know, is really really invested is when you screw up and you hurt them that badly. Yeah. And so like I really appreciate that for once the show was like, "Hey, you know what? Betty screws up sometimes mm-hmm. and it negatively really affects Alice." Yeah. And being Alice is hard. Mhm. Um, so the next scene that we have is Betty talking to Jughead on the phone. Can he come back for lunch? And he's like, literally, I have to pretend I go to school here, <laughs> at least. And also, it's like, how much gas is he wasting driving back and forth, like, every day? Anyway. Where is he getting the money for all of this? Yeah, true. Also, how terrified is he living by himself in a tiny trailer that doesn't have a lot of protection? saying especially if if this person who is calling her isn't her dad and it's actually somebody who like is potentially like creepily in love with her who's clearly uh you know like they say a white male in his 40s which is terrifying but also like dude knows that he's her boyfriend i'm worried for him yeah good point good point good point good point good point but like so he goes up uh the serpents are watching archie's video so here's a new character that we have uh, mm-hmm. he's the guy, Sweet Pea goes, this guy's trying to earn his stripes, we should have him, like, hurt Archie, or whatever. This, Kay. they call him Fogarty, or Fogarty, or, he said it much cooler than I, I get, but this <laughs> character's name is Fangs, his first name is Fangs, well, I assume, maybe it's a nickname, I don't know. Fangs Fogarty, he was in the, uh, mostly in Little Archie, and the reason why- Little Archie! Yeah, the reason why I- he um sounded familiar to me is because he's actually in canon penny what's her name penny penny right penny wise no we saw her in like the first or second episode penny peabody you you truly expect me to remember these things amazing penny peabody penny yes penny (laughs) okay everyone's like we're tired of say penny say penny one more time you know what it's not what penny's boat I hate you. <laughs> that hurt my feelings. Okay, listen. Anyway, they're supposed to be together. Clearly, they're not going to be in this, in Riverdale, because uh, she's an adult, and he is not. But, um... Well, you never know with Riverdale. Yeah, he was a huge b- bully um, to them, and let's see. He was an unreasonable thug who brutally battered his classmates, um, but... The way that he was supposed to be kind of like Moose. He sounds like a dude. He's supposed to be like bad Moose. Because Moose is like, don't even look at Midge. Punch, punch. Fangs is like, don't even look at Penny. Punch, punch. But like in a bad way. Because he's like actually trying to hurt somebody. He was, however, good friends with Dilton. What? uh, Oh my god. In one story, Archie and Reggie learned that Dilton is a karate expert. There you go. Surpassed, he says, only by his friend Edward. And it turns out that Edward is Fangs. That's funny. <gasps> no. 
Archie and Reggie deliberately These provoked plot Fangs twists, into a fit of though. rage. However, when Dilton arrived, he cheerfully greeted Fangs as Edward. <laughs> this is so fun. Why isn't this a thing? This is so weird. Presumably, Fangs moved away at around the time Moose Mason showed up. Fangs eventually showed up in the mainstream comics in a story called Blast from the Past, first printed, blah, blah, blah. Now a tall, muscular, handsome young man nicknamed Smiley after getting orthodontic work. <laughs> And, re- and returned to Riverdale to apologize to those he had formerly antagonized. Aw. This is so weird. I love the comics. So Kay. Jughead's like, actually, how about you don't beat up Archie because I know him. And um, he's kind of actually just like really dumb and timid. And that's not even, he's not even a good. Um, and he drove me here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's not even a good like target for you you know you should go after the actual black hood that's what you should do and he's like um why he's literally a hero and i was like okay well no not so much saw that coming no i'm not quite but thank you i i like i get it though yeah so betty has opened the letter and kevin's entire storyline from last episode goes to garbage Eh, as you do kevin mentions that his dad told his mom so questions about her would like to see her please Yep. More moms, more moms. And he said that he is now going back to redstatemeat.com. Can uh, we talk about that website? Um, I looked it up and I don't know. But like, first of all, r- red state means Republican, right? Yes. Why do you want Republican meat? <laughs> that ain't gonna work. You don't want that. I don't... Well, what? Hang on. I'm Googling. Okay. Because like meat, I assume is a euphemism. But you don't want it. Republican, why, what does red state mean if it's, that's not what it means? I don't know. Red state was a crime film thriller. <gasps> Ooh, tell me more, tell me more. It's, like, does he have a car? Um, it's a group of teens, so I bet they have a car. Oh my god! It's a horror film by <gasps> Kevin Smith. Okay, I love this even more. I was like, ew. <laughs> but now I love it. But it's also an American conservative political blog, so, you know. Okay. Anyway, the letter says that it is, that the person is doing it for Betty. And that also makes me feel like... That makes me feel gross inside. It it does, just like it does for her. And she's like, her Jubilee speech. Okay, so I've looked up exactly what her Jubilee speech said. Okay. Let's see here. We should play a clip! I think it's a little too long and it has music. Oh, okay, so maybe not. Um, okay, let's see. I like that you'd already thought of that, though. Yeah. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to thank Mayor McCoy for inviting me to speak on this historic day. 75 years of Riverdale. But what is Riverdale? It's the people, right? You, me, our friends, our neighbors. Riverdale is Archie Andrews. Kevin Keller is Riverdale. Veronica Lodge, she's Riverdale. But you know who else is Riverdale? F.P. Jones, who we were so quick to blame for Jason's murder. Jughead Jones is Riverdale, the very soul of Riverdale. Without him, we may not have ever found out what happened to Jason. And yet, how do we thank him? By banishing him, which is what we do when the truth gets too ugly in Riverdale. Truth being that Clifford Blossom was also Riverdale. Riverdale's at a crossroads. If we don't face the reality of who and what we are, if we keep lying to ourselves and keeping secrets from each other, then what happened to Jason could happen again. Or God forbid, something even worse. Riverdale must do better. We must do better. And that's Okay, was so you can see how someone would twist that. But at the same time... She's literally at- saying we don't want th- something like this or worse to happen again. So I'm not sure. And I would super love for men to stop justifying the things they do in the name of women. Yeah. Knock that shit off. It's not cute. It's not cute. 
You, you have no one to blame but yourself for your own god darn it actions. <laughs> Another thing that I thought was kind of weird is that she's like, this stupid speech that I wrote. But the, the feeling that I always got from that speech when I would watch the season finale of season one is that she had a speech, but she chose to say this instead. And so it's weird to me that she keeps talking about a speech that she wrote, but maybe yeah, but she did Yeah, but how else are you going to frame that? Yeah, true. A speech that I said? Yeah. Or whatever. It just, it just sounds weird. Yeah. Eh, whatever. It's not a huge deal. It's just annoying. So anyway, there's a cipher here. You're annoying. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, it was at the Jubilee. Well, the whole town was there, so it doesn't really mean anything. Um, we should mm-hmm. give the police the cipher, but not the letter. Is this not kind of... A little bit hypocritical for Betty, especially because of last episode. She was like, Kevin, stop putting yourself in danger. And now she's kind of being like, Kevin, stop telling me I should be, shouldn't be in danger. You know what Betty needs? Mm. A badge. A badge. Because she's a morality police. <laughs> True. It's, it is so quintessentially Betty to be like, don't do the thing, but I'm going to do the I'll thing. But I'll do the thing. So she gives it to her mom. And her mom gives it to Keller. She has already published it, of course. And she's like, well, obviously he sent it to Betty because he's scared of me. And I'm like, you right. <laughs> that made me laugh so he's much. Like, I was like, Alice, there's nothing scary about you. You're like the definition of scrappy, but like you're not scary. Yeah. Jughead is researching at the Red and Black. Tony also loves this sort of stuff. Um, he doesn't answer Betty's phone call. So you know it's going downhill because this is a trope. <sighs> she like touches his shoulder you know and they like do the thing where they like rack focus to it and his, to his face and you're like i see what's happening here and they're gonna crack the cipher together please no with the love triangles i'm sad because obviously they both don't like each other now like i wanted them to kind of be friends a little bit and then i would have been okay with exactly. it because i like both of them like i was saying last episode they're both me in two different ways and so i like them both but I don't want them to hate each other. They're go- well, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they'll end up friends in the end, but I really doubt it. Yeah. Uh, I really hope, like, in the very end, I hope they do. I hope that they both don't date Jughead and instead they date each other. Now that's from the other side of the... Mm, I have this feeling that Tony might die. No. You don't, you think? You don't think so? I don't no, know. I'm I, getting this I, feeling. I, She's the type of character that might. I just don't think might. about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... Thanks. So Betty's Can we not willfully kill off women? Thanks. Yes, that'd be great. So um, Betty can't seem to figure it out. Um, and Jug had just texted her and being like, yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And you're like, yikes. Okay. Betty shows up to his house. He's not wearing his this hat. It's a stable relationship. Just saying. She's like, it's 7.15. Oh, I didn't notice that. What? That he wasn't but wearing his hat? he's not wearing his hat. When Betty shows up, yeah. <gasps> okay. Yeah. It's 7.15. Okay. So Ms. Peru is the librarian's name. Are you ready for the fun fact? I'm super ready. So um, Mrs. Peru isn't a Archie Comics character, but she is a character in the musical slash movie, The Music Man, and she is the librarian in that. So cool. Wow, these writers are nerds. Yeah. Oh, they're huge nerds. Yeah. Like I started like before it was kind of like, oh, it's not an Archie Comics character. Give up. And now I've been like, it's not an Archie Comics character. What kind of like, who is it then? Exactly. But then I was annoyed because they, like, gave us Dr. Phylum, which was the guy who was teaching the class when they came and got Archie. 
um, to go check his locker, mm -hmm. and I couldn't find anything on that guy, so I was sad. Oh. What did you Did you just Google the word phylum? I looked up phylum in the Wikipedia list of Archie Comics characters. I looked it up all by itself. Couldn't. Uh, phylum is a scientific term, but Dr. Phylum That's is what I thought. Term. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's probably just a corny joke. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Corny Collins. Corny Collins. The Corny Collins Show. And I'm Link. Okay. So um, she's like, we should crack it together. And Jughead's like, ooh, yikes. Actually, I'm already cracking it with Tony. Um, so I'm glad that he didn't just lie to her, though. He needs to stop lying to her. So I'm glad he didn't. Yep. Um, but she's like, fine, okay, I guess we'll just work together, you know, and then Kevin can come. And he's like, okay. He's like, wait, how, this is a weird double date situation. He's like, dude, don't you know that Kevin is gay? Yeah, exactly. Whatever. So, they're all hanging out. Betty's finding that these symbols are looking very, very familiar, um, but she can't seem to figure it out. Tony says, maybe you should loosen your ponytail as a joke. Which is Lol. like, it's an all right joke, yeah. But then, you know, then Ke Kevin is like, um, how very dare you. It's an all right joke, but like, they don't know each other like that, you know? Yeah. It's not, they're not at roast level friendship no. yet. Definitely not. If Kevin had said it, it would have been funny to yes. everybody. But either way, Betty's like, sure, okay, whatever. So she puts her hair down. They learn, or they, they know that he's a white male in his 40s, but like, why is he doing it? And it's like... Ooh, I wonder why, Betty. And she's like, "Oh, because he. This is what he, who he's attacking, or whatever." And she's like, "Listen, we know you're from the north, and you have this privilege." And she calls the red circle something like the Nazis. You think that the black They're hoods a serp are serpent? <laughs> They're trying so hard to draw these clunky political yeah. parallels, and I'm like, if they're the Nazis. The neo-Nazis. Yeah. Then does that make the serpents Black Lives Matter? Because oh. then they've portrayed the serpents as a gang of thugs. So that is really bad. True. So I'm like... Yike, yike, yikes. I'm like, what... They, they went and drew that parallel, so you can't leave it ambiguous. So now you have to try and figure out what roles everyone's supposed to be playing. But then again, I... And it just doesn't work. I think that from the serpent's point of view, they're probably like, yeah, we are Black Lives Matter. But it's not great from the from the I, point of view of everyone else. Well, it's it's it, this is just like Tumblr-level so, social mm -hmm, justice, mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, you know, you can get your bare bones of understanding the complexities of social commentary and, you know, internalized bias from Tumblr, but then you need to go out into the world and learn the actual, like, real stuff. Mm -hmm. This is, like, Tumblr-level stuff. <laughs> True. She's like, well, your boyfriend's lying to you about the fact that we have lunch together and that we are all the serpents. And she's like, uh... And Jughead's like, ooh, yikes. Um, Kevin and Tony leave. Betty's kind of like, whatever, we'll just keep working. Betty and Jughead wake up. They accidentally fell asleep. Jughead's like, why are you even freaking out? But we know why. It's because Alice had this whole speech about how terrified she was. Unfortunately, we don't get to see that. Like, how... Yeah, I when she gets that. home and Alice is like, what the heck? We literally just had this talk. That would have been nice to have, I think. Yeah. But also, shouldn't Jughead know that, like, he's dating someone with a helicopter mask? Yeah, that's true. Um, Jughead finds the letter. He's like, why didn't you tell anybody? She's like, oh, yeah, I told Kevin. And he's like, well, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, because you've been busy, I guess. And he's like, yeah, for the past two days. And I'm like, it's only been two days? 
It's been the longest two longest, days of like, yeah. my life. She uses the word inspired. Like, he used the word inspired, and that's kind of gross, and it is gross. Yes. And she's worried that Archie's going to blame her for her dad, like, his dad getting shot and such. Jughead misuses the word shook. Well, here's the thing is, I don't think he actually misused it. I think it's, like, the modern use of it makes it sound like it was completely misused oh. and therefore so dumb. Yeah, because the thing is that people use the word... He's like, Archie shook. And I'm like, do y'all know how that word is used now? They use the word shook ironically. That's what everybody yeah. uses. Like, it's shook. a joke. Yeah. So the fact that he's saying shook so earnestly is funny. Yeah, it's like, wait, that pulled me right out yeah. of the scene. I was like, wait, did D- Jughead just... And then I texted you and I said, did Jughead just say shook? <laughs> yeah, and I said in earnest. And then use it improperly. Yeah. Um... <laughs> In, like, modern standards. So she's like, oh, I think I know how to decode it. So we have the meeting. So here are the people, because we had wide shots. Well, kind of. We had flashing shots of people. So um, obviously Keller and Mayor McCoy are up there. Um, Alice and Hal are there. Penelope's there. Fred is there. Hiram and Hermione are all there. Is this like a, like, does it say no teens on the sign? Or what? Do you really think teens are going to show up to a town hall? Uh, I would. Yeah, but uh, you're a nerd. Why, well, then why isn't Dilton there? <sighs> Damn, yeah. that's a fair point. Okay. Or, like, people like Betty should be there. Well, she was busy. I know. Um, okay, so there's this Nancy Drew book that she really liked. Then Keller is talking about this helpline, and Alice stands up and is just like, isn't this just like the helpline that the Red Circle has? And he's like, whatever. She's like, the actual problem is the serpents. Blah, blah, blah. I am classist. Her her classism is absolutely wild. And, like, the main thing that we have to remember is that, like, last season, FP brought up the fact that Alice used to be a serpent. And I still want to see that. Where is that plotline? Do you know how much I'm dying for that plotline? Oh my gosh, me too. I'm gay and I have simple needs. <laughs> Just give us more <laughs> Alice. Give me serpent Alice right now. Thank you. He's like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start employing a curfew. And she's like, no, what we should do is we should close Southside High. And I'm like, girl, if you close Southside High, all the serpents go to Riverdale High. Is that what you want? Yeah, I was like, what kind of logic is that? This makes no sense. And she's like, we should just hire more police, get more deputies. I'm like, okay, well, that's fair. (laughs) But also, like, where where are you going to find them? It's Riverdale. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to bring them from out of state. Once they get the thing decoded, it says, I will strike next where it all began. And I remember out loud being like, oh, Pops. <laughs> and Jughead was like, oh, the town hall. And I was like, oh, yep, yep, you're right. You're, you're right. Um, proud of me. I got it on the first guess. You're much smarter so. than I am. I was like, thank oh, you so Pops. much. I'm like, that's not even relevant this episode. <laughs> What's happening to Pops now? Alice is like, why don't we ask Fred? He's the one who's like, taken the consequences and everything and fred's like literally like dude you're dividing us when we should be being united and i'm like this is hogwarts but also like fred stands up and i'm like how is she even fighting with him fred was super shot he was super shot and also like can if it hasn't actually been that long then like isn't fred still bedridden yeah like he was super shot yeah She's like, oh, yes, well, Fred is so noble. We all know that. But at least his son, Archie, is doing something. Cut to Archie getting the shit exactly. out of him. Oh, I said <laughs> It's okay. I I puppy bark you. Thank you. Um, Hiram is like, this is, this is good because the town loves and trusts Fred. And so that's helpful for us, maybe. What is, what, what is their agenda here? I have no idea, but I want to know. 
Like, are, are they trying to integrate the south side into the north side? Like, why is that their goal? I don't know, but I want to know. Are, like, are they trying to get people to trust the serpents? Tell me more. I do, I, what, what is it? I what know. is it? What's going on? Uh, I'm like a dog. Betty and Jughead show up. That's when the power gets cut. And freaking Mayor McCoy is like, everybody stay in your seats, okay? And then Betty goes, hits the fire alarm. And I love how everyone's just like, uh-oh, the fire alarm. And like, gets up, even though they like looked at Betty do it. Yeah, they watched her do it. I think they was just like, oh, look, it could be an excuse. Yeah, Let now I will leave. It. She shows Alice the letter uh, and Keller. And then later she gets the phone call from Unknown. It's the Black Hood with a voice disguiser. Uh, how did he get her number? Exactly. Like, you know who has her number? Her dad. How? Hmm. <laughs> or, or her long lost brother. <gasps> yes. Who we know is coming up. Exactly. So I think it might be a Cooper. Hmm. I don't think it, like, it, the reason why I don't think it is her long lost brother, though, is because, like, he didn't know her when she was young. Uh, and, um, from what it seems from Lily's, like, Instagram stories, they seem to be friends and, like, hanging out. Would you such. just let me have my Gary's okay. woman? Hey! Thank you. I'm gonna look up the, um, trailer for you. Three, two, one, play. The face okay. under the hood. Would I recognize it? Would I recognize Black Hood it? called you. How? Yes. At least she's telling people now. You yes. Are you joining the serpent? <gasps> yeah. I don't like sharing you with other people. Cut them out of your life. Don't like sharing you with other. Oh, Cheryl's back, doing weird stuff. My way. They always show people making out. These teens are weirdly sexually active. Ay ay ay. I am the nervous. I have the nervous. I have the nervous. Segment also time? the queeps. Yes. Oh, we were supposed to do our re- reactions after the segment, but we didn't. Lol. Oops. We're so special. Actually, we were just so excited to get to the yeah, trailer. Yeah, we got <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um. So my first segment is called Asexual Jughead? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. All is well. Still. I'm terrified at all times, but all is well so far. <laughs> I'm terrified at all times. Yes. Me about life in general. Yes. Um. And my segment is: Did Jughead eat a burger? No. No. Super didn't. didn't. much. I feel like he should have, like, a locket around his neck and inside is a picture of a burger. Aww. And then Betty. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. He's like, my two true loves. Burgers and Betty. The old B&B. Starts. He takes over Pops. Renames it to Betty's Burgers. (gasps) Oh my god, that's how the show should end. (gasps) Oh. I didn't ask for this. Okay. um, Archie's in jail for murder. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Now it's time for our best line award. Uh, my best line award goes to Kevin for Betty's ponytail is iconic and beyond reproach. Because I laughed out loud, and uh, my honorable mention goes to Veronica for. Are you saying I'm not rocking the scoop necklace? No. Because that's definitely not what he was saying, and she super was. Yeah, absolutely. And mine goes to Kevin for. Okay, I can uh, walk you home. Or you can walk me home. Because I'm Kevin. What a guy. Yep. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you're a fan of The 100, we'd like to talk about that show too. We talked all about uh, season four. And uh, we'll be talking about season five next year. And we're going to a convention called Unity Days uh, in January. You may have heard of it. If you're uh, going to that, uh, come say hi. I think we're going to have like stickers or something to hang out or hand out. Oh, heck yes. Yeah. 
stickers and we'll have a panel and we love unity day so much yes and it's right here in vancouver bc woo it's canadian canada yeah Mm -hmm. um we also have a lost podcast if that floats your penny's boat (laughs) oh what the heck is that did you just make that up yep (laughs) you're the worst i'm the best i'm going to tweet that (laughs) i love me so much anyway our lost podcast is the best thing that we do i'm obsessed with it um so go check it out even if you haven't seen lost yet you can watch episode by episode because we're no spoilers and uh, you can follow at the aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Redbubble, but mostly Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and I'll do the same. Um, our Patreon is patreon.com slash the aficionados. If you have any extra spare dollars, we could super use it to start more podcasts and pay for these ones because they're expensive. And now uh, our one year anniversary is coming up on November 16th. If you are a patron by November 16th, I'll send you a postcard. That's really cute. Yeah. So I should probably design that postcard. Hey, you can if you want. We, I was just going to put our logo on it. No. I okay. Design. Well, mom's printing okay. them, so get it to I her. Love her. Oh, okay. Uh, you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R O B Y N E J E F F R U I. Pretty much everywhere. And you can follow me at Avritania, which is B R I T T A N I A with an underscore at the end. Uh, the next episode is episode 205, When a Stranger Calls, which is a 1979 American psychological horror film, of course. Uh, it's also a 2006 horror film, which was a remake. And it was kind of, it takes its story from the classic folk legend of the babysitter and the man upstairs. Um, I feel like this might be like where the thing came in. It was just like, the phone call's coming from inside the house. Is that what it is? Because if it is, then like, how? Um, if it is, then I'm super into that. I need to like do more research on this. Uh, so, but anyway, yeah, do it. We'll talk a little bit more about that next week, of course. Okay, sweet. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. 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 Bye.